This is Lisa Tams, and you're listening to Processing the Process. This is episode five of Processing the Process, and it is titled Unified's 19 New York Getting the Inside Scoop. In this episode, I chat with Michelle, and it is my first recorded phone conversation, so please bear with me on the sound quality. I had a great conversation with her. I was really excited that she was actually in New York at the time with her daughter doing Unified's. It was great to be able to talk to Michelle as she was on location there in New York and really get a sense of her experience that she shares. She kind of puts together a good picture of what New York Unifieds are like. I'm actually currently in Chicago with Tommy at Unifieds, which start today for him. Second time around, it's nice to kind of know the lay of the land here, but different child. I really think about Unifieds as the crescendo to this whole process. So much has gone into now, and this is their time to shine. And (laughs) this is where it's our chance as parents to watch them do that and just be so proud of them and everything that they've done to get here, which is quite the process So enjoy this conversation that Michelle and I have. Like I said, it's a good insight to the actual New York Unifieds, but there's a lot more to it. We talk about just the process in general and her perspective as a parent and good information about how this played out with her and her daughter. Their scenario is a great example of a child who really wants this and hasn't had a lot of guidance as to what to do. You'll hear that she really did it on her own with the support of her parents. She was doing the majority of coordinating the details and there are so many in this process. So I am so impressed. I think you'll really enjoy hearing about New York Unifieds from a parent's perspective, as well as just a lot of great conversation about the journey. Enjoy, and thanks again for tuning in. It's just crazy. I feel like I want to organize it better. There's just people everywhere. And are you staying at a hotel where, uh, like, because I know it's not like Chicago. Right, so you can tell there's definitely a lot of people here for this. We're staying at a double tree. It's barely a block away. Every time you walk into a coffee shop, you can tell somebody. Really? Conditions, yeah, yeah, for sure. How did you figure out where to stay? I'm a travel hacker type. I go online and I just, where Pearl Studios was, and then I just looked at the hotels that were the closest and just tried to find the best deal. Hilton's kind of a sure thing. It literally is a block away and I'm so glad because they moved one of our auditions up kind of last minute. We had to run from here to there. It started at 12, we left here at like 11.58. Oh my gosh. For the last part. So there's a ton of hotels right here, but you can see they're all, you know, it's New York. It's like, they're all these really small, but tall places. There's like three of them right around the studio. Okay, so Pearl Studios, is that like where where most of them are? 
Are you going on campus other, other places too? Unifieds are all inside Pearl Studios. They have two floors and the whole thing's set up where you go into the lobby, they scan your license to get in, the elevators are set only to go to floors three and four because that's where all the schools are and they each have a different room. You can't use the stairwell. Oh, you can't. Go to three to four and four to three. Elevators is so annoying. But you can, you know, you can do the three to four and four to three and that's it. And then that's what I mean. It's just, it's not very big and there's just people sitting on the floor everywhere. I mean, it's hard to even walk through. Wow. But you walk in and got her times at each different place. She tried to do some walk-ins, but nobody really took any that she was interested in. Yeah, well, it's funny that you just mentioned that about the elevators because I just put up this little tip about the elevators at the Palmer House. A lot of people stay there. We haven't, we didn't stay there with Frankie and we're, we're not staying there when I go with Tommy. But the elevators are like an issue. Yeah, they definitely are here. Yeah, and you have to take it into consideration. You have to build in the time for, to get out of the building if you're on a high floor or just to get to the auditions when you're in the building. I wish I would have known that and I wish I would have known that I had to have my license scanned when I came into the building, right? So when we got here the first day, the line was around the block because they were letting people in scanning everyone's license before they could get in. So once you pass that, then you're in line for the elevators because they only had two. And I mean, there had to be, I don't know, a couple hundred people. I would think total. I think everybody showed up right at the beginning, right? That, you know, because we kept going back and forth. It wasn't quite as hard when we would come back for a break and then go back in the middle of the day. The guy at the door honestly got tired of scanning and was just letting people in. Every, every time you go in, you have to get... You're supposed to, but then he started saying, if you're leaving and coming back, let me know. I mean, you could tell it's a mom and a kid carrying a bunch of dance stuff or whatever, or a binder with, you know, headshot. So, yeah, then it got a little looser as the day went on. So she's not doing any on-campus auditions there, like while she is there no, in New York? she is. That's why we're here till Wednesday, because she's going to do Pace. Okay. Pace did not come to the New York Unified, though I believe they'll be at the Chicago Unified. Mm -hmm. So we couldn't get a Pace audition when she wanted it, and so we'll go there Wednesday. Which yeah. isn't painful when you love theater to be in New York for a, a couple extra days. Yeah. And I learned it's Broadway week. So a lot of the Broadway shows are, are buy one, get one free tickets. That's amazing. I know. So we're going to see Kinky Boots tonight, Chicago, I think, tomorrow, and then Mean Girls. Oh, so great. And just to have the time knowing that she's leaving, you know, have that time. <laughs> My second one going off. I mean, I, I, especially if she goes far away, it's going to be a little tough. Yeah. Yeah. So she did have an exciting moment today when she auditioned for Montclair. After she came out, the two gentlemen that were on the program there chased her down and told her how much they loved her and how they can work tuition on campus to be in-state tuition and invited us to come visit on Tuesday. <gasps> oh, good. She was like on top of the world there. And, you know, they're like, we don't usually do this, but oh. we should auditioning for other places you know <laughs> uh, stop auditioning well that's a very good sign what a very good sign and you know what just one of those little encounters or something that feels really good it carries them so far in being affirmed that okay I'm here because so many times you walk in I mean not like I've personally been there but you'd get nothing it's just like okay thank you yeah I agree so she does feel validated you know, I think that really helped a lot. I will tell you, we cannot get a Point Park audition 
once she passed her pre-screens, they were already filled everywhere except LA. And I'm not going to go to LA. Mm -hmm. I don't know that she'll audition there. That's what I, you know, I emailed the school a couple times. They're just like, oh, just get on the cancellation list. She'll audition on campus at some point. I haven't. But then, I mean, you think about that and like t throwing it together and, yeah. you know, traveling last minute and right. the, the expense and all that. So I don't know that unless she's really got her heart sent out and I don't know. So did she just take it and run or? Basically, as we both started to learn more and of course, as a parent, when you don't know a lot about musical theater, you have your reservations, but thanks to people like you and some other moms I talked to, you realize the value in all of it. And then once her dad jumped on board, it was full steam ahead. She already had her list of schools that she wanted to apply to. And I don't know that she changed so much. She was already determined, but having me and her dad behind her, I think mm -hmm. just escalated it even more so. Mm -hmm. And then as she applied and she started to pass these pre-screens, the momentum just got bigger and bigger and bigger. And she applied, I, I really can't recall how many schools, maybe 10. Anyways, as those started to come in and she passed a pre-screen, then her confidence, her desire just got even bigger. She just wanted it more and more and more. I mean, that whole, just the pre-screens and getting those in, did she coordinate all that on her own? She did it all on her own, Lisa. Gosh. I, no, I'm a science person. She did. She picked what she wanted. She choreographed her own dance and, uh, you know, sang her couple songs and recorded her monologue with her iPhone. And that's what she sent in. Good for her. I do. I meet all these parents that have been prepping for years. So many things that we just didn't know about. Well, and you know what, though? I, well, first of all, I just want to say I'm so proud of her. And I'm sure oh, you are, too, for doing that because... It takes a lot of initiative. It's senior year. They're so busy. Just applying to college, period. But applying to musical theater is like applying to college three times, I think, just in that one experience of all the steps that need to be done. But, you know, what you don't know might be okay. You know, you think about all of the time. And like you said, I mean, there are parents who have been prepping for this for years. It is helpful, of course, because you maybe feel more comfortable with knowing that you have the knowledge, but at the same time, putting that much more time in doesn't mean that you're gonna get that much further necessarily. And it's just more time spent stressing about it. Yeah, I, I definitely agree with you there. I, I don't know if I could take this whole thing much longer than I have already. I mean, it's a lot of pressure on me. I know. And thank goodness it is just me and her here. Because we considered, you know, her dad or her brother bringing them along for the trip. But she really is just focused. And, you know, if anything's out of line, she, you know, just is more stress. It's nice that we're just here to focus these two days. I'm only doing unifieds and nothing else. Yeah, it is not a pleasure trip. <laughs> Except for that you have these couple days in between and that's gonna be, that'll be right. fun. But it's like going to work, you know? I mean, but even more so because of how much is invested and how much relies on just that such a short amount of time that they get to be in front of these people who are making these decisions. It's just like, it's almost just like too, too much. You can't spend too much time thinking about that. <laughs> I agree. I am also surprised how much time it takes to audition, even for the few schools that she did. 
Do you know what I mean? It's because you're going for a dance call and then you're going back for the singing and you know, you're doing two different appointments for each school that you audition for and you're there from start to finish every day. In trying to line up all of Tommy's auditions, I am so surprised by how most of them are doing that and it makes it that much more complicated making all of the pieces fit. Right, yeah. Every one she did it was separate. The dance and the singing were separate. Even on separate days sometimes. Yeah, even on separate days, yeah. Ball State, she did the dance yesterday and then the singing today. Mm -hmm. which you don't really feel like they get to know you until you've done the singing. So I think sometimes it's harder when the dance is first. Kind of disconnects me. Well, yeah, a disconnect, but I'll, I will say too, I mean, for a female, some, you know, you, they wanted them in dancing shoes with the heel and some wanted them in flat shoes and oh some gosh. had certain outfit requirements. You know, she's flipping back and forth. I forget which one I'm supposed to wear for this and so on. It was a little stressful for her, too. Oh, my gosh. I didn't even know that. I did and not. she had to bring her own speaker. I think that was Montclair to play some music, to play her music for her song. And it has to be a standalone speaker. And, of course, she was all anxious about what if it, you know, if my Bluetooth doesn't work, what if it runs out of battery? Can I plug it in? Can I not plug it in? All those things really stressed her out. Yes, yes, for sure. I, I completely, oh yeah, I, re, I remember that. And I have thought about it for Tommy too. This time, like, make sure you have extra batteries, make sure it's charged, make sure that you have the option to plug it in if, if something goes wrong. And yeah, all of those little details that they just compile like one on top of the other. But so did the rest of her auditions have live accompaniment? Yes. Only one did not. Did she have anything to say about like the difference that she prefers it one way or the other or? She didn't comment either way. Do know one school, but I think that was the Montclair audition. Kept her in there for a while and had her sing different ranges and wanted her to sing outside of her normal skill set, asking her to sing some soprano which she normally doesn't sing, it's not her comfort zone. She was really nervous about that, but it turned out to be so good, she was so happy. Yeah, usually when they start asking you questions like that, ask you for more, that's a good sign. And I do know when she auditioned for Penn State, she felt like they were all really rushed, like everybody come in and do this, everybody come in and do that. And that was her first audition, so I think she was a little bit discouraged in how it went, because she felt it was so quick in a big group, you know, they really didn't break down the dancing groups very much. But that was the only one that was like that. If she could have had a practice audition, you know, her first one, she'd never done anything like this before. Yeah, to, to not have, like she didn't do a mock audition or anything anywhere. No, no. Oh my gosh, she's so brave. By the time that we really realized she was gonna do this, and I did try to make some calls here and there, it was just so late, there wasn't really enough time for her to connect with somebody. I, again, like kind of going back to looking at this on the flip side of, yeah, she didn't have any Mac auditions, but maybe, you know, she's so like fresh and real. She hasn't been so trained to audition, you know, that's like, she's not packaged mm -hmm. almost. I mean, that's yeah. not, not to say that kids who go through all of that other stuff are being like robotic in their auditions, you know, Frankie has said, don't over practice your monologues and your songs because you want them to be 
fresh. There's just something that, that gets taken away the more and more you do it. Right, I could see that, definitely. Um, I'm, I'm sure it probably becomes less emotional and less genuine when it's too rehearsed. Well, and, and that's their job. I mean, they're supposed to be able to bring that every time, but just that with the pressure and all the variables and everything, it's, uh, it's, yeah, it's a lot. Personally, I would have liked a mom coach, which basically what I got from you was the best I got. Because <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, I really, I have no clue. I, this whole world existed that I had no idea about. Yeah, it is a whole, it is like a whole subculture. And I think going to auditions, if you get too tuned in to that kind of getting too aware of like the people around you and the moms and the the kids and you start thinking about like how talented they are and how long have they been doing this and how long have I been doing this? Like you can't like let your mom you, you can't let your mom you can't let your mind go there too much because it it can be really intimidating i mean i know how talented your daughter is and i think that she's in a really good position though and it's all about attitude too right that she definitely she's on a mission now i mean and i as a mom love seeing my child that passionate about something right if she wants it like this then she's gonna get it um, somebody else was on this path and just like jumped off ship. It was like, yeah, nope. She just said it wasn't for her. She couldn't handle it. She didn't want to handle it. Thank goodness. Like I said, I want to talk to her. I would love to talk to them too, because I think that that is, there's so much value in, you know, what kinds of things, like what, I think it's valuable for somebody else to listen to that might be feeling the same way and to get like that validation of I'm talented but you know there's more to it than that and can I you need to be able to get through this if you can just even get through this process even before you ever stand in a room right <laughs> that it is so much more stressful than I anticipated I really I didn't know <laughs> yeah I don't think I could do it I mean watching these kids do that watching my daughter go in there and you know be scored on everything that she does you got to have the right outlook to handle that when she has been done after each audition or at the end of the day does she have much to say or is she just kind of does she want to go over it or is she um, sometimes both you know sometimes she's just done and she doesn't want to talk about it anymore but then when it's something that inspired her, she feels good about. Yeah, she keeps loving to talk about the details of what they said to her and the advice that they gave her in the room and, and the comments they made about what she didn't know and what she did know. She felt really inspired even by their critique. That's so great. I remember Frankie coming out of a couple of his auditions and and you could I could tell. Like, I'm sure that you could tell, too. He's at CCM right now, and that was definitely one of the schools where he left, and he was just, he was walking a little lighter on his feet. He, I could just tell he shared with me and was enthusiastic about what they said, and he just, you could just tell that he felt good and that it went well. So great to see, though, isn't it, in your own child? And oh, yeah, for sure. It all worth it. 
for sure. And something that you said earlier made me think about the first, you said her first audition. So Tommy, just to add for other people, this common thing of your first audition, whether you've gone through mock auditions before or, you know, intensives that have critiqued you. When Tommy went to his first audition, he came back to the room. Now, he didn't have anything to compare it to in terms of like the real, you know, the beginning of his real college auditions. That was his first one. But he came back and he was like, he kind of kept revealing a little more about how he did not feel like it went well. And I could just tell, I could just sense that he wasn't feeling great about it. And as the days went on, as a couple of days went by, he just kind of kept saying more and more like, mm, yeah, that wasn't good. You can't make your first one not your first. Right. <laughs> I think in I probably would have suggested that audition for more schools that maybe she wasn't that interested in just to get the experience, you know. And I also remember Frankie going to Michigan's audition, and it was his first one. Yeah, oh my gosh, he came home and he just slept. He slept for, he was so exhausted. Also, not having anything to compare it to. But as his auditions went on, I think he was questioning more and more about how that went. And the accompaniment, oh, that, that was another thing that crossed my mind when we were talking about like the recording versus the live accompaniment. Something was off with his accompaniment there. And... You know, he was like, I just did the best I could. So I, I wonder, a live accompaniment you would think is better. But it has to be hard if it's something that you've never rehearsed with before, right? I know. How do they know how fast or how slow? Or I think that when they go in the room, right, and before they start, don't they do a little, like, something? They have an exchange with the accompanist about the timing or something. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe they do. I, I'll have to ask her, I guess. I feel like each day was just such a whirlwind of running from one place to the next. Did you build in any travel time for weather? Well, so I was very specific about booking the hotel that was absolutely closest so that I wouldn't have to worry about that. I mean, literally, we can run not quite a block from here. So, And I mean, we did arrive a full day early because we thought of arriving the morning of, but you know, we came a day early, so she had time to get a good night's sleep. And then we had time to figure out where we were going in the morning. It was easy access to get to and from. I'm also glad we're not leaving right now. I think it would have been too much pressure because some of the schools are running behind. And I saw a lot of kids and families there with their luggage and suitcases. I'm Ooh. guessing the airport. I think it would be a disaster. It's so crowded in there. And I remember, what if somebody wanted you to maybe come back? for something she would have got that point park at least i knew we were still here or i'm so glad we are here till wednesday because we are going to go to montclair and visit see the school and you know really investigate it that's a really smart thing i mean you're you're already all the way there like why not and i don't know if this year was an accident or if it's always over martin luther king weekend oh or, you know, Monday's Martin Luther King Day, so she doesn't have school. The Saturday, Sunday of Unified, there's just not time to do anything else. Yeah, I know Tommy is, he's packed on Sunday and Monday of Chicago Unifieds. Like, I'm a little concerned about how packed a couple of his days are because I was just listening to something about, you know, don't cut it too close. I'm like, oh, no. So many of the schools, I think, do run behind, but I found pretty close to being on time. So why not stay at 
Palmer House? You said you weren't going to stay at where the auditions are? Right? Yeah. We did it with Frankie. You know, it's very, very hectic there. I mean, it's convenient, obviously, but you can't get away. And for Tommy, that's even more important because, you know, he absorbs all of the energy around him. And it's going to be even more important for him just not to live in it yeah. the whole time. Yeah. And to be able to walk out. And we're just up for a few blocks that worked out with Frankie and we talked about it with Tommy and he was like, yeah, I, I don't want to stay there. And so as far as travel goes, I'll share because, you know, it costs money to do all For that. sure. But I, uh, you know, I signed up for a credit card and which gave us our flights for free, basically. And then uh, the hotel's a Hilton. And if you sign up for their rewards, I ended up getting a nice discount on the room too. So we're, well, it's off season here, right? Hotels are offering deals. Once I found this hotel had a deal, I just started Googling discount codes and, you know, ended up getting a great rate. Right. doesn't always work that way but this time I mean I've trust me I've come to New York before and it's <laughs> like this time cost-wise and I think being strategic is I mean if it saves you money I just was booking uh, Tommy's going on site to American and it's only because it's the only option it's in DC and I just did like a ton of just looking at what our options would be be and we're staying at a Marriott where you have like good staff there with yeah. Eric's travel and everything but the flights there was nothing crazy cheap and it's the first oh. weekend of winter break that's so, why yeah I've that probably has something to do with it and then Chicago will drive which I had a nightmare drive with Frankie um because it was like a crazy, crazy winter storm and it should have taken us half the time that it took us. But we got there and other people's flights got canceled and some schools didn't get there. Like I remember his pace audition, they had to reschedule his something and he had to come back the next day, which thank God he had an opening and all that. Yeah, you know, people talked about that a couple of years ago, how a bunch of schools that ended up not coming or something happened with the snowstorm um tommy he could have been you know being where we live obviously he could have done an on-campus uh, audition at michigan a couple others anyway he decided and i thought this was interesting and it's, again it's just like a difference in, a, in, a, in kids but he feels like he feels better once he gets momentum oh interesting rather than doing it one by one. It's great that he knows that about himself, though. Yeah, I was like, oh, okay. Better for us. We don't have to travel to all of these places. I had been of the mind that if there's a school that you're really interested in, to go and audition on campus mm -hmm. is somehow something to consider. And I don't think that it's better now, but I used to. He's like, nope, I think I should do it all. Just do it while I'm doing it. Really, I wish we could get them all done. I did notice that a few parents that I met seemed to know all these statistics. I should have asked them where they got them from, but a couple, you know, shared, oh, this school uh, got 1,700 applications and they're, they're auditioning 700. I don't know where those numbers came from. Yeah, there's a lot of people who know a lot. And I, I'm doing this podcast, but I am not one of them. I do not know statistics. I know that it's very competitive. I knew that it was competitive when Frankie did it. And 
I think the only difference now is that I feel like I have internalized the competitiveness or something, you know, not in terms of like competing against other people, but just that it is a very, it's a difficult process and it's, there's only so many spots and there's so many talented kids. And I, I almost feel like there's more talented kids now. I don't know if that's true or not, but. I don't either, but I would think with more programs and choirs and show choirs and kids having access to take voice lessons and dance lessons, I think there probably are a lot more kids that have learned about their talent at a much younger age than they would have if they were born 20 years ago. That's a good point. You know what I mean? This age, 20 years ago. I mean, it used to be like so few and far between to be able to make a living doing this. And if you were making a living, you were like a household name. And now there are, I believe, and again, like I have no statistics, I have no facts, but I have to believe with all the different platforms now with Netflix and HBO and the Amazon Prime and everyone has like their own series now. And And a lot of these are A-list actors and some B-list actors. I mean, they run the gamut. Yeah. And there's, you know, they're doing movies and they're doing miniseries and they're doing long run series and across platforms and not like movie actors or movie actors and TV actors or TV actors. Right. So I think as a parent with kids who are interested in this, that that is a reassuring thing to think about in terms of the number of opportunities that are out there for them. Things are getting younger the opportunities, well, it seems like it used to be that you may put your dues in, but really until you were like 30 years old, you probably weren't going to get to the point where you were like, quote unquote, successful being able to make it in this business. But now from what I can see, there's so many younger casting opportunities out there. I don't know, but I'm sure you're right. Well, the stories that are being told now, especially now, I don't know why, but it's from, you know, there's a lot of stories being told about things that happen in your life along the way. It's not just the end. It's not just the mature life that's being told, the stories that are being told. Well, I think our society as a whole caters to the younger age group, right? Mm -hmm. How many clothing stores are for you and I? (laughs) Right. You know, from a consumer standpoint, the majority of it's focused on older teen, young 20 age group. Uh, Speaking of clothes, did she have the same outfit for all of her auditions or did she tweak it for different schools? She basically did. She changed her shoes just because, you know, she thought it, whatever, she felt better in one over another. But otherwise, she pretty much used the same dance outfit and the same outfit to sing in. And she felt good in it. That's good. That's perfect. I was talking to a mom who said that um, her child changed according to how they felt that the school's persona felt to them. She must be a good dresser then because I think they had enough stress picking one outfit and it was like the set thing. So she didn't have to worry about it. Yeah. What I'm going to wear. The only thing I'm worried about for Tommy being a boy is that he's going to sweat too much. When she walked out of some of those, I mean, she was dripping, like walked outside and tank top and pull off. It's hot in there. I mean, you've got kids all auditioning room to room to room, basically working out, sweating. And then does it smell really good? 
<laughs> Good times. There was a uh, walk by a little too fast. <laughs> I just, I am a little surprised that it's just such a mess. It's not a very big area, and there's just not enough room. I almost wonder if it'd be better if just the kids were allowed up. Personally, I mean, I like being with her, don't get me wrong, but seeing the number of parents there and just... There was no real need for us to be there. I think it would have went a little smoother and nicer if the kids were allowed to just go do their thing and come out. Well, I didn't go with Frankie to the Palmer House to all of the auditions there. I mean, at that point, once they walk out the door, as long as they have all of their stuff... And then I just, I feel like I wanted to be there to support them. But I think maybe this is just me. My energy isn't necessarily. <laughs> it may just add to their stress. It could. I don't know. I Trust me, I liked being with her. The crowd is a little bothersome. And by the last audition, I considered, you don't really need me there. You know, maybe I'll just wait downstairs or wait somewhere else because it is really crowded. I mean, it's hard to even walk through the place. But then, of course, I ended up saying, no, I'll just stand right here. And I always try to listen, but rarely can you really hear anything. And was she in the room? I mean, other than the dance auditions, which probably, you know, those those last longer. I want to say a half hour, maybe tops. Mm-hmm. The singing monologue part, those are short, too. Ten minutes, 10 minutes at most. Kids I watched were in and out of there in less than five minutes. Mm. Wow. Yeah. <sighs> okay. She didn't jump on picking which school she was going to audition for quick enough, and they fill up so fast. But the second she passed her pre-screen, she should have booked her audition. Well, didn't she have to wait on some of them for them to send her the link to sign up? She did, but she'd get her link. Really, had I known it was that limited, the second she got the link, she should have picked her spot. Because I almost um, one place took them, but they charged per person that came in like specific to new york it's just necessary to stay really close because you know how travel is here i think it would be impossible if we had to jump on uh the subway or get in a taxi or even an uber i think it would take too long tommy's scheduling this goes for uh, any of the unified i just because i was doing the scheduling for him got everything to fit it, it involved emailing the schools and saying He's got a conflict. Could he move later in the day? And they'd be like, no, because we're leaving at noon. Then I'd have to contact another school and say, well, you know, and just, yeah, the juggle. And I'm so glad that it all worked out. But I was thinking we may have to go to one of these schools that we weren't expecting to. Well, in uh, right now, Tommy's not planning on doing any walk-ins other than that we did talk about maybe to kind of shake it off a little bit, do something before mm-hmm. he actually gets officially started the ones that he's planned on so far. I did see something about a suggestion on contacting the school in advance of Unifieds and saying, I'm not signed up. I'm just wondering if you're doing walk-ins and if so, what are your, I don't really know if that would help. Didn't try that point park. Oh, you did. Okay. Yeah. They just said, keep checking at the table to see if there's a cancellation. And if not, keep checking back with us until we can find an on-campus time for an audition. But, but uh, I appreciate everything you 
helped me with. I mean, I was completely clueless. You clue me into this whole world, learning about how this whole process works, even just what is available, right? I didn't even know what Unified was, nor did I know what that University of Michigan day trip seminar. I would not have known about that. Well, that ended up to be just absolutely crazy. But you know what? It's a good introduction to, I mean, just that you were able to see how many people were there. Absolutely. And the interest, and I even researched a musical theater major. People do all sorts of different fields if they don't end up being a performer. It's number 11 degree that gets admitted into medical school. I believe it. I believe it. And I'm so glad that you said that. I did not know that, but... That was per Google statistic. I probably could cite it if you needed it. <laughs> okay. Well, in, in my conversations, you know, there's always that part of it. Well, what will they do if this doesn't, if this happens to not be how it turns out? And they'll be fine. They're smart kids. They're capable. And there's lots of opportunities for them outside of being on Broadway. Absolutely. But Broadway would be really cool too. Wouldn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes, it would. We'll keep supporting them and their dreams and say a lot of prayers. Yep. <laughs> All right. Thanks.